All right, bro. And we are live. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Everyone, welcome to another episode of The Shady Youth. As usual, I'm your host, Shaquille. And as usual, we have an amazing guest today. And today's episode is going to be a bit more laid back, a bit more chill, you know, just a one-on-one session with the boys. And the boy in question being the boy Sabi. Yo, assalamualaikum guys. What's up? Waalaikumsalam, bro. How you been? Alhamdulillah, man. Good day. Uh, just closing towards the end. Week's been good. Can't complain. What about you? Amazing, man. Yeah, I mean, same thing. It's a Thursday night. Uh, my classes are done for the week. I got nothing really scheduled for tomorrow. Um, so pretty much I'm just left to like make sure <laughs> I get stuff done. Otherwise, my day is going to go to waste. Um, and I feel like... Yeah, I feel like on days off, like Friday, it's either hit or miss. Like, it's either I get a lot of stuff done or I wake up, like, literally right before Juma, <laughs> which is at, like, 1 o'clock. And then, I don't know, the rest of the day is kind of a waste. Because if you wake up at, like, noon, then nothing happens. Like, I don't know. How, how, is, how is it usually for you if on, like, days where, like, you don't really have anything going on? Dude, don't don't get me started. The, the past few days, I've literally been, been waking up for Fajr, so 6 a.m. every day, staying okay. up. Some days, like making breakfast, taking a shower, going on a run, doing everything, and then eight thirty hits, and then I hit the bed, and I'm I'm out of it. The next thing you know, it's like twelve, twelve thirty. I'm waking up and I'm eating lunch, and it's like half of my day is just gone because of me waking up late. But it's it's been a struggle. But I I know exactly how you feel. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so the past couple of days, um, you've been playing Minecraft like super late so that's that probably <laughs> that uh, probably affected it we don't, we don't have to talk about that i mean if you <laughs> want to talk about that we could talk about that i've been i've been killing it in the game but that's true bro we you've been killing minecraft. it in the scene bro you're you're a legend you're a legend in minecraft bro bro it's i got i got that fortune three pickaxe coming real soon it's gonna be over once that happens damn bro i don't even know what that means so i <laughs> i actually i literally just started like it's 2021 and i never played minecraft going growing up so all I played was like Pokemon and then like some JRPGs and like some FPS like here and there. And then like maybe some GTA and Assassin's Creed. That's that's probably it. Minecraft and like a bunch of these open world games like I never really picked up. So I finally picked it up this week. And it was it was so funny because <laughs> like so B and then like some of our other friends, like you guys would just be um, like literally telling me how to like mine through would like <laughs> that's how yeah, bad it was me, bro let, let me let me just preface for everyone listening and watching like this man didn't know what like a tree was like we had to show him this is how you yeah. break a log this is how you break a tree um but i mean it, it's all jokes like you know what game you played where you came from but i mean just just on the topic of coming from a childhood playing minecraft or playing roblox or playing rpgs or playing pokemon i think it, it's it's such a like one interesting thought i have about that is just like the different perspectives you have from like, like let's even beyond video game, just from like your childhood and how that shifts you. Uh, like whether you went to an Islamic school growing up or uh, whether you went to, you know, different country, you came to the States uh, when you were like six or seven from like Pakistan or, or UK. And I say Pakistan, cause that's literally where I came from uh, when I was five years old. Literally Pakistan just the bud. Yeah. And starting my life, but it, it shifts so much of how, I mean, personally for myself, how I view the world, um, how I just, how I tackle a bunch of situations and even like my temperament, my values, 
Uh, and just personally for me, it's always interesting to see that within different people, like, you know, just even in New York, outside of New York, like in our circle, outside of our circle. Gotcha, bro. I mean, childhood, I, I feel like I never really um, realized how much of a role it played in like how I view the world now um, until I, I took like my first psychology course in college. Oh, wow. And then we went through like literally how the way your mom like treated you as a baby, like that can influence it. Like literally from birth, any ounce of trauma that was there, it's going to affect you into adulthood. Because trauma, like it, it, look at f- like physical trauma, right? Like if you get trauma in like any part of your body, your body's going to remember that. Like your, your body won't be the same until you get like therapy for that, like physical therapy. Um, and so like it, the same thing with like psychological trauma, like you won't really uh, be able to recover until you face that thing head on and like deal with it head on. And so like, after I took that course, uh, I'm like thinking like, damn, bro, like there's there's like so much stuff like that I'm like reflecting on now. Like and this is like a couple of years ago, I took another psychology course like last semester. And we're just like super interesting because like literally every single thing that happens for, in like the first like three or four years of your life, it's going to affect you until like <laughs> your 20s, 30s, 40s, bro. Yeah. Like it's it's insane, man. It's it's it is. Uh, I recently read this book called Attached by Amir Levine. Uh, it talks about attachment style. Literally, exactly what you're saying. How um, growing up, like the the way your your parents, specifically your mother, gave you attention, directly affects your relationships with either romantic, platonic, uh, and just just how you approach people. And, and it's crazy. It's something that we we often overlook. But even you know, we can see it in our daily lives. Like when we have a friend uh, who just like very closed off doesn't want to like talk about personal things doesn't want to open up you know that that's basically an, an avoidant uh, attachment style and that comes from you know when you were younger uh you your parents either didn't give you consistent attention or consistent care and you just grew to to become like that um and even beyond like attachment styles um and, and whatnot just like growing up in general it's like from the age of four i'm pretty sure it's like you know, after four, like so many things are set in stone, like your personality, your IQ, your EQ. Uh, and the nice thing is like, you know, some things you can train, like the brain is very plastic. Uh, and that's like, you know, that was emphasized a lot in the book I'm talking about, even what you're saying right now. Uh, but so much of it is like just deeply ingrained at a certain point. And it's like, we take so much for granted of just like how we grew up, our childhood, how our parents treated us. And like, I guess for you and I, like how how amazing our parents were and like how how privileged we are in many ways to just have parents that gave us attention, have parents that put us on the right path and made us focus on the right things. Um, and it's, yeah, I mean, just, just child development and just developmental psychology as a whole is, is absurd. It's so cool. Like Carl Jung, great guy, bro. Love his work. Carl Jung, is he the, the author of the book you're talking about? No, no, no. He, he is just like, uh, he's like one of the, the main modern psychologists that, that talks a lot about unconscious, the unconscious mind, unconscious mm-hmm. desires. Uh, and he touches a lot on, on developmental psychology, more so personal psychology, but lots of aspects of it as well. But just super cool, super cool guys, super cool books and ideas. Gotcha, bro. I mean, so Sabi, I, I made a mistake of not really going into uh, your your background <laughs> before talking about all of this, because now it just seems like you're like someone big into psychology. Could just explain to the viewers and, you know, me, because I don't know everything about you, bro. Maybe I'll learn something new. Uh, <laughs> just explain, like, give give a 30-second summary of what makes Sabi 
Sabi. Yeah, for sure. So um, yeah, so my name is Sabi Hassani. Uh, I'm 18 years old. I'm currently on a gap year before attending Boston College in the fall. Uh, I went to high school with Shaquille, both graduated from Brooklyn Tech. Uh, and I guess just a few things that I'm like kind of really interested in. Uh, I'm big on like different technologies, uh, just emerging technologies in the world. Uh, and, and specifically, I've been researching a lot of um, brain computer interface, brain computer interfaces, which are basically any sort of device that connects neural input uh, into some sort of designated output. And that could be for, for artificial limbs, for paraplegic people, that can be for speech devices, for people that are you know, neurologically disabled, can't talk. Uh, and I did some work with that last year. Uh, as well as for the second half of the year, I did more stuff in AIs, exploring machine learning, you know, learning the intuition, doing the code. Uh, and this past year, I guess it's it's February now. So I guess this past academic year, uh, I've been more kind of just like free ranging. So kind of trying to understand different things about the world, uh, different problems about the world, trying to understand people. So Myers-Briggs, uh, personality, psychology, uh, and just trying to understand like different just problems uh, and just things and aspects of the world and, and change. So recently a project I was working on, currently working on as well, uh, is breaking down plastic pollution. So trying to figure out like, you know, why is there a plastic pollution problem? It's, it's one of the biggest problems in the world right now. It's just, it's unseen to us. Uh, it's unseen to most people in developed countries, partially because a lot of the plastic and trash we have, we throw out to other other places, under underdeveloped places. Uh, so I guess like just what makes me me is like, I just love understanding different things. I love breaking down complex ideas. I love figuring out different stuff and kind of like challenging myself in a way that's like, you know, hopefully doesn't, doesn't tire me, doesn't burn me out, uh, but just it's intellectually challenging. You know, like I love learning about new things, talking to new people, meeting new people, having, you know, dope discussions like this. Um, and, you know, obviously I play some Minecraft here and there. So that's, that's, that's a quick rundown. Gotcha, bro. Um, and how old are you, by the way? Uh, 18. 18. So classic Gen Z kid right there. Um, <laughs> I don't know, just because of the Minecraft. But basically, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I mean, you, you have a lot of interest, bro. You mentioned like a bunch of things. You mentioned like psychology and then like obviously uh, environmental factors. And um, your main thing is tech, right? Like your your main line of career that you're going into is in technology, like whether it be CompSci or like comp side would be the main field, right? Yeah, I would say, I would say the, the way I kind of like view my world right now is just a matter mm -hmm. of like, what's most utility to me. And for me, like just learning how to code and getting really, really good at that just is extremely useful for kind of like whatever I do in the world. Mm -hmm. And as well as just like, you know, having security, like, like CS majors make like a hundred K out of school, like after three, four years, 300 K. Uh, it's not necessarily about the money, but it's, it's about the capital. And like those two, I would say those are two different things. Because, um, you know, money is just like you, you have stuff to spend, you have stuff to just do random things. Uh, but I view capital as more like investing and like mm -hmm. just, you have stuff to invest in different places and yeah. not like, you know, conventional investments like stocks, gold, all that stuff. But just like, you know, maybe start a company uh, like I, I feel like just overall, the, the way I kind of like view things or the way I like view my personal trajectory or whatever I'm trying to do is like, what are interesting problems in the world that, that can be solved? Uh, and for me, it's just technology and entrepreneurship and, and specifically coding is just like, you know, useful frameworks to use to kind of get there. Um, but yeah, definitely like, you know, major in college is going to be uh, neuroscience CS. Uh, so going down like a computational neuroscience or like cognitive science path. But then again, having that kind of like CS, um, like backup for, for myself with whatever happens. Gotcha, bro. So um, the reason that I... Uh 
I don't know. I, I, I hit you up like super last minute this week. I was like, yo, I need a guest for this week. Would you be down? Um, and the, the reason that I, I kind of did that was, um, you know, not to put you down. You're, you're an amazing person and I would love to have you on as a guest anytime. But I actually wasn't planning to have a guest on for this week um, because I, I just haven't been getting responses from people that I've been hitting up. And also I haven't been hitting up enough people. So it's both a uh, blame on me, but also I just haven't been getting the response. A lot of the factors is like school just started. So I've been focusing on that a lot. And I haven't really been putting my energy into like reaching out. Um, I watched <laughs> a video on consistency two nights ago um, because who, who I feel was like the video by? it was so it's a, it's by another like Muslim podcaster. So his name is Faisal Chaudhary and he has his own personal channel. So, so his podcast is called Freshly Grounded and um, he has his personal channel is just called Faisal. So he titled it like how to be consistent in anything at all and parentheses like four years of podcasting right so he was like we made sure to put out an episode every single week pretty much um and i've been kind of doing this thing for i'd say a year now but we only have 26 episodes that means for half of that time i've been inconsistent um and i realized that it wasn't just like me planning like, oh, I'm going to take like one or two months to not do this. It was more like me missing a week. And then that became like two weeks. And then that became like three, four weeks. And then I guess that spiraled into like me just taking like months long hiatus at a time. Like during quarantine, I was doing like I was out for like five months. So short ramble. <laughs> I needed an episode for this week. I was like, I always get my boys on when I don't have an actual guest. And for for this week, I was like, okay, so B would be perfect because I feel like me and you are kind of similar. And like, we love consuming productivity junk material. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's like a guilty pleasure, right? Because I, I remember we talked about like Ali Abdal and, and like that kind of scene. And bro, you, you use Notion. Like that's the most <laughs> productivity YouTuber junk material out there, bro. Like everyone is sponsored by Notion at this point, so I was just like, "Yo, Sabi would be would be would be bomb for this episode." So, yeah, man. Like uh, consistency is just like I think it's it's so under, um, like it, it's not it's not like overlooked. It's like underlooked. I don't know if that's a word, but I think it's so. yeah, I think yeah. I, I think that's a word, but it's just not utilized enough. Like people want big things but they don't realize that big things are only made out of like a bunch of smaller things. And eventually you get that like big win for yourself and that big, um, that huge like mansion or, or job title that you want in life. But that'll only come after taking the necessary steps, the necessary habits, necessary um, days at a time, right? Like that's, that's pretty much how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. So that reminds me of a a story I kind of heard. And when I first heard it, I was like, wow, this guy is like, you know, a douchebag. Like he's so rude. But anyways, mm-hmm. uh, so Pablo Picasso, you know, we know him. We don't necessarily love him. He's a cool guy, made some really, you know, dope uh, innovations, just like contributions to art as a whole. Uh, but this is one story of like he was, I think, like at a park or, or on a train or something like that. Uh, and a lady came up to him, obviously knowing who he was. And she was like, oh my mm-hmm. God, like, can you, can you make a drawing of me? Can you make a painting of me right now? 
Um, he didn't say anything, kind of just took out a notepad or, or whatever he did and just started, you know, make, making something of her. Uh, now, at the end of it, she, he kind of handed, he ripped out a piece of paper from his notebook, he handed it to her, and he was like, oh, that'll be $5,000. That'll be like 5,000 pesos or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the lady was just like, you know, what the hell? Like, I asked you to make me something. Like, it took you like literally 10 minutes, like five, 10 minutes. Why are you charging me this much money? And his whole thing was like, you know, like this isn't just five, 10 minutes. This mm-hmm. is like thousands and thousands of hours of all the practice and, and just, you know, work and just grinding I put into perfecting my craft and perfecting what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think about that story, like sometimes we're just like with the aspect of consistency, right? Like it's people tend to focus so much on the outcome and, and very little on the process when in reality, it's the process that gets us to an outcome and progress in any form is like very, you know, I can't I mean like obviously there's some like outlier situation, but tends to be like, you know, not linear in any way. It's not like, you know, you're, you're grinding at something and then like you're, you're steadily increasing and just consistently going, it's extremely exponential. And for the first, like, you know, probably 50 to like 60, 70%, it's just a plateau. Like nothing really yeah. happens. Just mm-hmm. Putting in the work, you're, you're posting an episode, you're, you're, you know, making, making a blog post, making a YouTube video, wherever it may be. And you're, you're basically getting nothing. And then at one point, like something just spikes up and everything spikes up. Um, but I totally agree. Like consistency. It's like, I've, I've always like, I ask this question to my friends sometimes. It's like, what is one thing if, like, what is the one thing that you could have in your life that would make your life so much better? Um, and, you know, some people have like fairly conventional answers like, Oh, discipline. Oh, like love. Oh, like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, but I feel like consistency is like the consistency is key. Like everyone says that, but like, consistency is a core. It's like, it's yeah. like any sort of like, you know, positive good that happens in your life. Like, whether it be through relationships, whether it be through work, whether it be through, you know, some hobby or whatever it may be like, you know, if you don't take the first step, you're never going to take the first hundred steps. If you don't take the first hundred steps, you're never going to take the first thousand steps. And it's only until those thousand steps that like something happens and you're like, oh, wow, like all this was worth it, you know? Um, so, I mean, props to you for, for putting an episode out and just like scrapping something together because that, that's basically what we did. Um, that's basically what we're doing right now, but yeah, I mean, bro, it's even even that. Like, I, I'll say that some of um. So another point that was brought up in the video is like, not all of your episodes will be like your best, right? Like, some of them will be stuff you actually really don't like. But I feel like even the stuff, like sometimes the stuff that I make really last minute, and like the ideas that I have just like on the fly, they're actually some of my most favorite moments. Like, also, because, so for example, um. So <laughs> one of our good friends, that's name, I did an episode with him. Um, and that was just because like, I, I finally like, because that seems is the, I don't think he'll mind me saying this, but bro, he's such a flake. <laughs> 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 and I'll make sure to tell him that I'll make sure to clip this part and send it to him. <laughs> DMing him right now. Don't worry. <laughs> but, and he, he th- some of the viewers might recognize him because he was on an episode. So literally like I hit him up like i think in the summer um because i've been trying to like just you know catch up with people I, I like just catching up with random people that i haven't like seen in a while so I, I randomly call him up he's like bro i'm busy and then like like three four calls go by like over the span of like two days he doesn't pick up and then finally he picks up one day i'm like this name i'm gonna get the most mileage out of you bro you know what like I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not only call you for like a good thirty minutes. I'm also gonna schedule you for an episode. He was like, "All right, fine, man. Like whatever," because I didn't have an episode for that week. And I was like, "My bro, let me just get my boys on." 
Um, and so I got him on for that episode. It was it went really well. Like that episode was really fun to do because it's just a bunch of dudes. Like it's just your your friends like chatting, you know. And I, I noticed like whenever I do this with my friends, like obviously I love all the guests and amazing people that I bring on because I get to know more about them that I benefit a lot from them. But people that I'm just comfortable with, like you, like other people like Hilal, Rosh, you know, Abder, that's name and is is that all the friends I had on so far? Shahid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you know, my boy Fad that I started this all with. <laughs> did I mention did I forget anyone? <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna get in trouble if I forgot anyone. So right, all everyone that you're like comfortable with and, and like your friends, just doing something with them, I I feel like it just brings me like a certain amount of joy that I, I can't really like replicate in the form of an episode with like uh, a speaker or like something. And it's like a different kind. It's not like more or less. It's just like a different form. Like it's, it's just, it's comfortable. It's recognizable. And um, I don't know. It's, it's like a warm yeah, feeling. I, I, I get what you mean. Do you, I have just a follow up to that. Do you think that that joy, those good feelings are coming from the fact that like that relationship that, that let's say you have with the person, like you're strengthening that on the podcast, but that's a relationship that's going to continue even beyond the podcast. When with some guests, it's like, you know, you have them on, like, you know, you guys vibe, you appreciate them, but like you guys don't necessarily talk afterwards. Maybe you hit them up like six Mm -hmm. months later and go to one of their events or go to one of their talks, but there's not like a strong, like, you know, kind of close relationship there. Do you think it's that or it's more so just like literally just good vibes? I th- I think it's both, right? Like good vibes would lead to the other one, because like sure, I I don't really like obviously like everyone's doing stuff with life, but um you know I'm not talking to people like everyone on a daily basis. Like I'm gonna miss out on some stuff in your life and like some stuff in other people's life. It's just the same for you. Um, but like on and and I always try to make an effort of like just having a natural conversation on this podcast. Like in the beginning, I kind of made the fault of like speaking to the camera rather than speaking to my guest. Like I'd, I'd rather just speak normally like this kind of conversation. I feel like we'd probably have anyway off camera. Um, so I, I, I'm really comfortable with this kind of episode because I know I would be talking like this with them even off it. So it just, it, it, it like strengthens my relationship with them. And also I'm getting something out of it. <laughs> so it's yeah. like a relationship, like I'm being productive and I'm also um, getting some social time in there and everyone needs some social time in their day and their week. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's partially why I, I do so many like work calls. So like one thing I do with a lot of my <laughs> friends and you probably know this cause you're in the whole productivity sphere, but study, study calls, right? Study with me. And for, the, for those who don't know, a uh, bunch of YouTubers online, you know, they they have these like three hour, two hour, four Bro, hour. I used like, to think they were so pointless. I was like, why, why'd you film yourself three hours just studying? What the hell is this? Yeah, so so it's it's basically <laughs> just people just recording themselves working, right? And tend they tend to follow like some sort of like kind of working technique, like the Pomodoro method technique or Pomodoro method or the forty twenty method, uh, and it's just them working, right? And it's like there's, there's nothing really going on, but it's like, you know, usually those people, those YouTubers tend to do it on a zoom call first with like some fans. Mm -hmm. And then they make that into a video that people can watch. But it's like, just that presence is like, it makes you want to do more. And it's like, you know, you're, you're doing something productive. Um, but if you do with a friend, let's say you're also, you know, kind of getting some social time, like you're not necessarily catching up, like you are strengthening that relationship in some way. Cause, and, and this is, 
you know, I'm, I'm going on a tangent. And if, if it hasn't been clear, I tend to do this a lot in my conversations. It's all good. But, um, there's just one article uh, I, I read from like this tweet by David Perel. So David Perel, for those who don't know, he's like this, this Twitter, he's like mm-hmm. the Twitter writing guy. That's what he calls yeah. himself. Uh, but he's a super cool guy. Uh, you know, very, very engagement with it, engaging with his audience and whatnot. Um, but, but basically one of his, his blog posts was about relationships and their relationships and their kind of relationship with time. And what I okay. mean by that is like, you know, when, at least for me, like whenever I think of the closest people in my life, I tend to think of people I've spent the most time with, or I've sacrificed the most with. And, mm-hmm. and usually like, you know, it's hardships and sacrifices, I would say, or hardships and time sacrifices are like two things that make you close. And with a productivity call or like a, a work call, it's like, you're, you're, you're doing your own thing. You're like, you're, you know, you're not like, it's like you're talking about their problems or helping them get over a breakup or an ex or something, but you're just like, you're there and you're still using the time with each other in some way. Um, and it's literally that's just like you're sacrificing your time in some way or your attention in some way. Um, but it's like, you know, it's low optionality and like you're getting work done, you're being productive, but then you're also like, you know, you feel like you've connected with that person in some way. So I, I live for stuff like that, like, you know, per- productive relationship making or whatever, maybe so, so fire. Yeah, bro. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm like, this is all that kind of content. I, I always say it's like my guilty pleasure because I don't know. Sometimes I binge watch and I'm like, I actually didn't implement some of this. I just kind of like <laughs> watching people do it. So, uh, I mean, I recently I've been getting better at it. Like I, I actually like schedule my day, you know, I do all the journaling stuff, like all that kind of BS that actually works. Um, so <laughs> it's been working. And then that study call, like, as I said in the beginning, like I, I was just like, why are they filming themselves? Like this is like such lazy content like they're just filming themselves and they're putting out there and they get like 100,000 views it's just so weird why are people engaging with this but I realized like it helps like just seeing another person doing stuff like it motivates you like you're you're gonna just want to pick up your laptop and start studying as well because this guy in front of you he's another person like he if he can pick it up and start studying for like three four hours so can you like you you get on the grind because they can do it and they're not that much better than you like they're just another person they're just another dude like they can they can obviously accomplish a lot because they've set these habits and these skills and these you know these things in in their life to set them up for success and that's kind of like i guess what i've been trying to do um and <laughs> I don't know if I'd say I'm in like the productivity sphere. I'm definitely trying to be productive. Um, I read this funny tweet. I don't know if it's a tweet or like a TikTok, but like someone said, productivity videos for dudes are just like makeup tutorials for women. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's yeah, so yeah. true, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Productivity is like makeup videos, I guess, in, in yeah. some way. But like that's going with the assumption that like, you know, Males only want products. Right, right. No, no, obviously, yeah, yeah. Of, course. of course. But yeah. I, it was just a funny thing. I was just like, that's kind of true, I guess. Yeah. No, it is. Cause and I think like the the thing you said before, and like even with productivity videos, it productivity videos. Uh it's like again, I'm going like down to like a neuroscience like route mm-hmm. again or psychology. And it's ironic because it. like literally my phone is kind of like set up on a, a book I'm reading on like neuroscience. Uh, anyways, but like mirror neurons, right? Mirror, ner- mm-hmm. mirror neurons are literally like, you know, the neurons in your brain that fire when you see something happen that's similar. So like, if I see you working, like, 
my mirror neurons are like, oh my God, like I should work too. Like I should be in a work. Oh, like when I, when I see you being happy or something like that, like I tend to be happy as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the same things like you're, you're kind of like not reciprocating it, but you're, you're matching the energy, you mm-hmm. know, like your brain is literally wired in a way to do that. Um, and I think that's like, that's like the joy we get from like productivity videos. Like we watch them. We're like, wow, like this man, like works 10 hours a day. Wow. This is crazy. I worked. And then you're like, we know I don't work 10 hours a day. What the hell's going on? And then yeah. like you, you, you have like the whole, like, I don't know, like the guilt and you're like, oh, I just watched four hours of productive content and did nothing it's just, productive. There's a toxic side to it, man. Like there's, because a lot of it makes you feel like you did something that day, but then you didn't do anything. You just sat on your butt, like watching something to get motivated and didn't actually implement yeah. it. See, I agree. And like, even like the toxic side, but I think another side of it is also just like the, uh, like the toxic element of just like pushing people to just always work or like that's associate true, yeah, their, that's true their well. work with mm-hmm. work and i mean i have mixed opinions on this i feel like i i see a lot of tweets about people or just like people online talk about like oh my god like blah 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 like this is so stupid like it's okay if you did nothing today if it's okay mm-hmm. you know you, you were just a waste man uh and waste man is like a term that Ali Dahl uses a lot yeah, yeah. Um, and in many ways it is right like i feel like mm-hmm. the the whole productivity realm isn't meant to push an idea that like you know if you're not being productive you're not doing anything with your life it's more so it's like you know if you want to be more productive which you should be because it's better for you in like every every aspect I would say, right? Because if you're just being productive with work, then you're making up time for things that matter to you more. And those things for some people are just work, but for some people, those things can just be like, you know, spending time with your family, reading a book, doing stuff you enjoy. Uh, and I think like that, that part of the relationship, if the, the relationship with productivity is also important to know, right? Like your worth isn't tied with productivity, but it's not going to hurt you, but it's, it's completely optional whether you do implement it or whether you don't implement it. Um, but, but yeah, I think like, that's, I guess like, that's just how I view like the whole productivity realm and productivity sphere. Uh, there's like so much to talk about there, which is like YouTubers, what they preach. Uh, but in general, I think the, the intentions are positive. The intentions are good. And I think that's what, you know, kind of should be should be emphasized or should be focused on instead of just like beating each people down or kind of like, oh, wow, like you're wasting so much time. You're being so unproductive. Yeah, definitely, bro. My bad. I had to <laughs> put this on charges about to die. Yeah, no worries. Um, I, 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 I saw you not being there. So I was like, let me just stall. Let me just keep going. Just keep just keep doing it, bro. Sometimes I'll let <laughs> ghosts, sometimes I let guests know beforehand because um, right now I'm recording on my iPhone, but if I record on like my actual camera, um, if it's not a film camera, it'll only do up to like 30 minutes and then you have to restart it. So I'll let them know, like, yo, if I'm like getting off screen, just keep talking. <laughs> like I'll let them know beforehand and they, they kind of get it, but sometimes they forget. So they're like, should I, should I keep going? <laughs> and then I just <laughs> like, get that part out, but it's, it's you gotta do what you gotta do, bro. Of course, man. Um, so I, I was going to do something different for, um, for, for this episode. Um, we recently played this game that you've been recommending. Um, it's called like, we're not really strangers. And it has like a bunch of these questions that, you know, you can play with um, all sorts of different groups in your life. Like you can play with your family, you can play with your friends, a new group of friends, old friends, whatever. Right. And it's basically to elicit conversation out of everyone. So you're supposed to ask these questions. You like roll a dice, right? Like that's how it usually works. You roll a dice, you ask a bunch of questions, and then you try to get some conversation going between you guys. So in the spirit of 
you know, whatever we just talked about, <laughs> uh, productivity, you know, whatever, um, and goals and consistency and whatever, right? There's, um, Sabi actually sent me like a packet of questions that are inspired by that game we just talked about. We're not really strangers, um, that I believe you and a bunch of your friends made, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah, it's, exactly. it's specific to the theme of like, um, trying to better your life pretty much. So in the spirit of that, um, we're just going to go through these questions. Um, how we're going to do it is how we're going to do it is we're going to go through like each number of questions. So I'll say like, Sabi, give me a number from one to 24. And he'll say like 21 or something like that. Right. And then I'll click 21 and then it'll be a random question and he'll do the same thing for me. And we'll just keep going one by one until I don't know, until we get bored of it. <laughs> yeah. And, and one good. thing, one thing I want to say, like, before we like kind of go on is like, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to like, you know, put the question somewhere. Like I'm totally cool with that. Um, but it would be fun if like people watching kind of like play along as well. Like not necessarily like, you know, talk out loud and be like, Oh, let yeah. me answer this as well. But like, think about it yourself. Like think about yeah. what the answers to these questions. Like this game is literally just like a, like a social intimacy, whatever you want to call it. Just being uncomfortable, being mm -hmm. vulnerable. Uh, Cause it's like, you know, those qualities are very important, but very often overlooked in relationships, just like the fast moving life we live in. Definitely bro. And if you guys want to share your answers to any of these questions in the comments, feel free. Like that's, um, that'll be amazing to just look at. And I, I really want to know some of your answers because some of these questions get super deep. So I really want to know like what you guys are thinking. Yeah, totally. Should, this um, should be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. And for audio listeners, I know I've not been giving you guys much love the past few months. <laughs> I, uh, I've been pretty bad with getting all the episodes out on certain platforms, but I guess better late than never. We are out on Apple Podcasts now. We are out on CastBox. All episodes are out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and whatever else that Anchor distributes and Anchor itself. So you guys can listen on those. You guys can leave a five-star review and you guys can leave your own comments. <laughs> it would be amazing. So, yeah, um, we can start, inshallah. So, Sabi, give yes. me... Number, we're going to start off with the personal development realm. Give sure. me a number from 1 to 24. 1 to 24. Yep. Uh, let's go with 24. 24. Okay. What are beliefs to live by for the good? What are beliefs to live by for the good of humanity? Oh, man, this is this is so good. Um, what are beliefs to live by for the good of humanity? This, this one's interesting. Yeah. I think, I think there's a lot. I mean, first of all, I think that there's obviously yeah. a lot and, and a lot of these questions are just like, there's a lot of answers. Yeah. Um, but I guess what I would say is like giving, I think giving is extremely powerful. Uh, I think I, I say giving as well, it's, it's, it's all encompassing. It covers mm -hmm. a lot of different categories. Uh, but I just think the, the belief that, you know, what you have, it should be shared. What you, what okay. you have can be shared. Like, you know, just like what you have, you can give things to other people. You can help people out. You can, you know, give them compassion. You can give them understanding. You can give them empathy. And from those things, like you don't lose anything. If anything, you gain those things, you gain value from those things. And that's been touched upon like in, in I guess like the past like 10, 20 years, a lot more in like research and whatnot, I'm like, you know, give and take Adam Grant, um, 
he covers the line in his book as well. Um, but I think, I think giving, like just the idea that like, there's no, there's no downside to giving. There's no downside to be compassionate. Gotcha. Gotcha. So should I also answer that question or should I just move on to a different number? Go for it. I think I want to hear your answer. Yeah, this should be fun. What are, okay. What was the question? Let me, let me go back. What are beliefs to live by for the good of humanity? What are beliefs to live by for the good of humanity? I think, um, I feel like tolerance for disagreement would definitely be a big one. So I think a lot of people these days, especially, um, they take offense and like they take a lot of things personal when people disagree with each other. And I feel like that's something that um, we all need to work on. So, you know, if if criticism comes your way or, or you know, someone engages with you on something you disagree with, maybe they're not actually trying to hate you. Maybe they're actually trying to like change your, your mindset a little bit and maybe trying to better the way you think. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I think especially nowadays, it's just, I don't know. I, I don't want to be those guys that, that kind of constantly like get on PC culture. Cause I, I appreciate PC culture. I think it's, it has its benefits, right? Like people are not trying to offend anyone nowadays. Like it's, it's good. Like <laughs> bullying should not happen. Being mean to people should not happen for the sake of it. But yeah. I think there's a downside to it too. Like you're not saying what you want to say some of the time and that can lose. What's the word that I'm looking for? that can lose sincerity that can lose like authenticity, actual authenticity. Exactly. So yeah, tolerance, um, disagreement. I think it's a big one. Yeah. Okay, Sabi, give me another number from 1 to 24. Let's do 13. 13. Okay, and how I think I'm going to do these is you do one number and then I'll just do a different number. So just so we get like a diversity of answers okay. for different things. Dope. Dope. Okay. So 13, what are behaviors you'd like to eliminate? Oh, this is tough. Um, what are, okay, so I think, so. How about we set a number to this? So how about what are yeah. two behaviors you'd like to eliminate? Okay. Uh, so how about, I, I was thinking uh, as well, like narrow this down to mm-hmm. like, is this just going to be like, around personal death? Um, I think I'll go for personal death and then I'll, I think I might just go for, what are the other ones? So there's personal death, relationships, the future, entrepreneurship, creativity, random. Yeah. I think well, I'll do. I'll mm-hmm. do one more pro, uh, personal dev. I'll do um, one from relationships and then I'll do some from the future. Okay. Dope. Dope. So, okay. So what are behaviors I'd like to eliminate around mm-hmm. personal dev? Um, I would say one, one big behavior and this like literally voicing everything we've talked about is like, um, I guess like being able to be uncomfortable. Right. Okay. And, and I think that is, it's, it, it, it's applicable to a lot of different things, like being able to be uncomfortable with putting yourself out there, being able to be uncomfortable uh, by just doing something really hard, starting something really challenging. It's like, you know, putting your, your best foot forward. Uh, I think that's, that's definitely one thing I like to eliminate, like just avoiding overthinking everything and just kind of like doing things be like, you know what, like I want to freaking run for president. I'm going to run for president, even though I wasn't born in the USA and I probably can't run for president. But I was like, you know, let's just run for president. Uh, that's obviously an extreme example, but just like being able to like take, you know, just be comfortable in, in the unknown, be comfortable in, you know, not knowing. Um, and I guess unknown, not knowing is the same exact thing. Okay. Um, and second thing, what are behaviors you like to uh, eliminate? Um, I would say staying up, honestly. Like, I think, I think I struggle with that sometimes. I'll just like, 
have a really good conversation with a friend that I'm catching up with after a while. I'll just, mm-hmm. you know, stay up past, you know, the time I would like to go to sleep, which is tends to be like 11 o'clock just so I can have enough time and just wake up early in the morning, get everything I want to get done. Uh, I think that's just, you know, like a, a very easy fix that, that has a lot of like negative effects in my life. Like probably that I'll see later on in the future when I'm just older and I'm just like, you know, like I'm so, I'm so tired now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I would say going to sleep earlier, consistently doing that is huge. Definitely, bro. Definitely. Okay. Um, a number from one to 24 for me, I will do three. A simple Let's do three. It. What is the TED talk you were born to perform? This is such a weird I question. Love, what I is the this. TED talk? What is the TED talk you were born to perform? So TED talks, uh, I don't, I don't know what, what the theme of TED talks are. So, okay, I'd probably do a TED talk on you know, I'd probably do a TED talk on love languages. Oh, yeah, nice. I'd, I'd probably do it on that. To just how to love others the way that they want to be loved. Just because I really like that kind of content. And I I tend to, <laughs> it's like a meme. Like whenever um, there's a problem going on in my friend groups, I'm just like, uh, bro, what it like focus on like how they want to, you know, reciprocate this kind of love, you know, like some, cause sometimes you people are, are, are going to be like, but I did so much for them, but it's like, you didn't really give them what they needed or wanted. You kind of just gave them what was easy for you to give, you know? So yeah, yeah I, th- I think it would be an interesting topic to give a t- talk on love and for those, for those uh, that don't know love languages are like, um, what are the five of them? There is touch. There's, um, gift giving. There's, uh, acts of service. There's quality time and, uh, words of affirmation yeah words of affirmation so one of those five usually you'll fall into that category of like how you want love to be like received like i i realized like quality time is my biggest one um and some people are like words of affirmation some people are gift giving it really depends on the person you kind of have to like realize what your friend or your lover or your parent really needs for them you know and that's really how love should be given um, I think next up, I'll do one for relationships, just for one for each of us. So give me a number, Sabi, from one to 24. 23. 23. Yes. Who are people you need to check in with? Who are people you need to check in with and why? Oh, okay. This is, this is kind of a, not a sad answer, but this is kind of mopey. Uh, I, would, I would say my, my nada nani, so my grandparents. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good with checking in with people and I'm, I'm pretty consistent with it as well. But I feel like the past, like two weeks, I haven't been like giving them a call. And like, uh, I, I talked to my, my grandma, my nani two days ago on the phone. Cause she called my mom and I just picked up and I just knew she wanted to talk to me for a while. Um, but you know, I, I, I usually tend to check in with them. Um, and, and I just haven't been lately. And I think that's like why I want to do it. It's just like, I feel like grandparents are like taken for granted so much or not taken for granted but just like there's like they're like some of the most like precious people in our world and mm-hmm. it's it's such an insane privilege to have grandparents um you know compared to people that don't and like you know at this point i only have my 
my mom's side to my nani and my nana mm. and i lost my my dad's side and it's it's insane because like when when that happened it was like i think like two three years ago i lost my dada mm. uh it was just like that part of like my lineage is kind of just gone and like mm-hmm. that history and all those roots and ancestry is kind of like gone with them leaving like all mm-hmm. the history that they know all like you know my my great great grandfather like who what was he like like i honestly could never really know that because my grandparents don't really have that many siblings either. I think there's only one of them alive. Um, but yeah, I think grandparents are people that everyone should check in with. Uh, if your grandparents are still alive, alhamdulillah. Uh, but, you know, give them a call and be like, what's popping on you? What's popping daddy? But yeah. Definitely, man. Um, what about you? Yeah, I mean, same. I'll, I'll just answer the same question. So, uh, like, my parents are in Bangladesh right now, along with my sister and my my mom's dad, so my nana, um, they all went to Abidi. So, like, I I usually talk with my parents, like, every day, obviously, because they call me or I call them. Um, and because of that, I'm being forced to, like, talk to the rest of my relatives, where usually it'll be, like, once every two weeks or something like that. Now it's, like, every day, because my mom will, like, literally give it to every single person in the house. So <laughs> she'll give to, like, my, um, my dad's mom, my dadu, um, and like she's she has a few health problems so she has like hard of hearing she doesn't really talk Uh, much she can't really walk a lot so um the conversation it's it's a lot of it is just her kind of um giving like one question and then some of it is just us looking at each other which is really (laughs) it's it's yeah it's just it's fine because sometimes i'm like eating and then she's just like yo it's fine just keep eating I'll just look at you. I'm like, okay, <laughs> as though, um, but yeah, and it's it's yeah, it's it's really meaningful. It's just like I, I realize like how much time I haven't been giving because these relatives, like especially grandparents, they really just want to see you. They don't really care what's being said. They kind of just want to make sure like you're still there. So that's that's really it, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah, I- the rest of my family too. I just like an interesting side point to, to that story. So my, my neighbors, right. So my neighbors are um, like a very, very nice like Bengali family. So when mm-hmm. we moved in, like they were extremely helpful. And like, so they, they have like two twins, like, and they're like seven years old now. And they used to play in their backyard and like their ball used to always come to our house. And mm-hmm. before we moved in, it was like this old lady that lived here. And like, she was not very nice. Like she wasn't always like very like, Oh, here's your ball. She's like, Oh, like not again. Uh, so when we moved in, like they were, they were like static, like oh my god, like we can finally play again without any consequence, because like we're like they they literally just come over and just take the ball, mm-hmm. or they can just like you know like usually like we'll just throw it out, like throw it back to their place, because yeah, I mean also that lady was like not to like, empathize with her, not just like kind of like make her the, the villain, like she's also very old, had health problems, she probably yeah. didn't go out that much. Um, but anyway, so so that family, so those kids, right? They have a nana. Their nana lives with them. Their nana nani both mm-hmm. lives with them, um, and and it's it's insane because like so I I call him nana as well. Like I like nice, I obviously nice. for, yeah. for like respect and whatnot, but like yeah, that's just like, the culture. Like any old person is your nana dada whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the the thing with him, it's like he just like we have like this strange, not strange in Nevada, but just like this deep connection <laughs> and and what i mean by that is like literally when, when we moved in like he would just say say salam to me like he, he speaks mm-hmm. only bangla right so yep. i can only make out like certain parts of what he says and like i respond to him in um uh in english because he understands urdu as well but english better because he's like works here a little bit but even okay. that like 
very scattered. Like, he can barely understand what I'm saying. I can barely understand what he's saying. But he'll just, like, come over literally to our house and be like, I haven't seen Subby in a while. Aww. Like, where is he? Like, can, can, we, can I see him? That's and cute. all he does, he just, we talk. Like, he sees me for a bit. He, like, you know, he's like, oh, like, I'm so happy to see you. Like, uh, I feel so good now. I feel so good whenever I see you. And then he, like, you know, sometimes he just told me stories of, like, you know, and this is a, t- a tangent, but I think it's, it's an interesting story that I think mm-hmm. it might be fun to share. Yeah. Um, and one time he just told me, like, you know, like, you – you remind me of my like my my grandchildren, my nieces and nephews back in Bangladesh. So mm. the reason why he still works, right? He's like 80s, like late 70s, early 80s, something like that. He works as a butcher in like a local grocery buyer by our, by our, uh, yeah. our name. Um, and he told me one day, he was like, the reason I work, and again, like this is all the scattered stuff that I just like picked up. And like the reason I work is like back in Bangladesh, I still have like kids I have to take care of. And like whenever mm. I go there, like I would go and like you know, I, you know, they would, they would see me and like, I would always just like give them a hundred. What's the currency? There's like Taka or Ta- something. Taka. Yeah. Taka. Yeah. Taka. I would just give them a hundred Taka and I was just like, you know, let them, let them vibe. And you remind me of those. So whenever I see you, whenever I see you doing stuff, whenever I see you happy, I'm happy because I feel like I, you're doing good. So I'm doing good. Yeah. And literally like we'll, we'll meet and we'll just cry. Like he'll just, he'll see me. I'll just start crying. I'm just like mm-hmm. gratefulness and appreciation. It's like, and I'm not even related to him. Like I just moved yeah, in like three years Bengali ago. Bengali elderly, they're a different level of emotional man. Like the <laughs> amount of love and emotion they have. <laughs> yeah, and 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 that's the thing. It's like literally to your point. Like all they want is like they just want to see you. And and there's yeah. there's many elements of that we can dissect. Like you know mortality. Like they know they're old. They know they're they're going to leave the world soon. And like they just they feel better when they see like younger people doing well. But it's just like it's it's so simple. Like all we have to give is like a little bit of our attention, a mm-hmm. little bit of our time, even like a little bit of like our appearance. And it means the world to these people. Yeah. Yeah. And bro. I don't know, it's just it's just a story that like I always think about whenever I think of grandparents. Like he's not even like my blood grandparent, but I literally consider him one of my great like my grandparents. Yeah. It's strange. But yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, we'll do one from th- we've been doing this for a while. So we'll do one from the future. Uh, one for you and then a different one for me because I just want like variety of questions. So give me a, a number from one to 21. Uh, one to 21. Uh, yep. Let's do. Let's see. Let's do question three. Question three. Yeah. What are some headaches, parentheses, problems, you hope technology will solve. Okay, this is perfect for you. Okay. Um, also, just so you know, I had the question in front of me. And I was just opening the way and I was like, which one is relevant? Um, but but just preface for, for everyone listening, the questions are, are very centered around technology. So I was like looking for one that's like generally applicable. Um, okay. What are some problems I hope technology will solve? Uh, I think a lot of those problems are, are being done, but I think like some of the, probably one of the biggest ones would be transport, right? Like Tesla, like Tesla, uh, full self-driving FSD. It's, it's in the beta right now. Um, and it's insane. Like it's, it's absurd how good it is. And they're, they're YouTubers and there's certain people that have Tesla. They, they get it. Like, you know, they're the beta users and they're, mm-hmm. they're handpicked and whatnot. Um, a lot of them obviously have to be YouTubers and influencers and whatnot. And a lot of them like are smaller scale YouTubers. Yeah. There's video I was watching the other day. It was like, you know, some guy driving his Tesla in like Berkeley. And they were just going to really, really tough intersection. There's literally an intersection where there's like traffic coming in from six different directions. Mm-hmm. And the car had to manage its way through. 
and it did it like it, it, it's it buffered it stopped for a bit it hesitated a lot because so many moving pieces but it did it right and i think like that's just like something really interesting cool and mm-hmm. like obviously electric vehicles and self-driving vehicles the pricing will will fall tremendously in the next like five ten years is just like you know mass mobilization um i think that'll be a big one and then beyond that like i think medical problems like like genetic engineering it's like it's it's a controversial topic but there's so much good it can do like sickle cell disease uh 2019 uh victoria gray she was the first patient to be ever cured of sickle cell disease through uh like a gene editing um kind of like application like in within i think two weeks 95 percent of all of her cells were, were cured from sickle cell disease mm-hmm. and it's insane like we can we can save literally millions of lives preventable preventable deaths now um just by a little bit of like you know editing and, and yes like you're you're messing with a lot of different things you're messing with biology but you know what's the difference between that and you know a flu shot like we're, we're messing with biology either way and like as long as you're doing it in a good way uh and there's bylaws and, and rules and regulations obviously for it so people don't take advantage of it it's I think there's a lot of like just potential there and i feel like for people that kind of go through that person have family members that you know go through deal with these problems like for them they'll understand like how impactful that would be if you can just solve you know genetic diseases in the next five ten years like that's insane that's insane yeah Yeah, bro that'd be dope um is the rest of the uh the feature category like about tech and stuff yeah most of them is there's definitely some like you know question five question eight they're more applicable question for uh bro no you're spoiling it for me nah (laughs) okay so that was that was an amazing answer answer um and i i think um because you mentioned tesla i feel like electric vehicles in general will just be the next market because neo neo is skyrocketing um fisker is on the come up there's just a bunch of electric vehicle companies right now um yeah the genetic technology one is is pretty interesting too yeah i think i'm just gonna sorry what was that no, no, I was going to like mention, like, I think it's climate change technology as well as like, especially mm-hmm. with Gen Z and millennials, like we just, yeah. we care about these issues so much more. And like, there's been studies done and whatnot. Yeah. Like, I think that's going to be huge, huge. I think the term is like social capitalism or something like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Where people are really just trying to make solutions rather than profit. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll choose one from creativity because it looks interesting. So do it number from one to 21 i will choose eight all right what are who are some 21st century superheroes off camera but i don't have this question i think it'll it's pretty uninteresting i agree okay we're gonna do a different question um i'll do number 13 number 13 brainstorm secret events you'd like to hold Ooh. brainstorm secret events you'd like to hold uh brainstorm secret events you'd like to hold i'd like to hold secret events all right i'll I'll just take that however i want i would like to hold uh, a weekly book club that would be interesting a weekly book club that would be a good event um another event i would i'd love to do like a live event um so there's this podcaster that i really look up to i mentioned him before his name is Faisal Chaudhary, and he runs freshly granted and he does live events like in the uk he does, he's done like three um 
and thousands of people show up to them and he does like like it's kind of like a podcast live but he has like segments so he has like motivational speakers but also like bits so some people like he has some skits going on he has like performances from you know poets and and other you know the sheet and stuff like that so i'd love to do like a live event full of like performances and it would be really cool is if it was people i personally know so i would love to like put them on a platform and like get get their you know get their light shining and that'd be that'd be really dope just live events in general i'm really into like theater and like i don't know that's it's really cool like i would just to i would love to plan something like that um and maybe i'll give one more how about uh how about what did i say a book club uh a live event with like different speakers and like activities and stuff a play would be dope <laughs> a play would be really dope a secret play okay a secret play just with, nice. with with the boys <laughs> <laughs> what would be your answer for this I'm, I'm curious dude i so just from you you speaking i got i had so many ideas running through my head so so one I, thing, I wish you actually answered it first just so i could get like the brain rolling <laughs> get, yeah go for it yeah so for most people probably know this maybe some people don't mm-hmm. but like in, in the 30s or, or whatnot i forgot what time it was it was like drinking was prohibited right like 21st amendment whatever um don't quote me on the number i think it was 21st (laughs) whatever anyways um so they're they're like speakeasy speak easies they're like these underground bars underground pubs where you know people just went you'd run one of those i wouldn't run one of those because it's stuck for a lot but (laughs) i would like to run like some sort of speakeasy like just some some hidden like undercover place like in some like shady basement Mm -hmm. Uh, but like you go in, it's like actually very nice. It's a good vibe. Everyone's there. It's like some exclusive club like that. And like the best comparison I could think of is like, you know, a speakeasy, but instead of beer and alcohol, it's milk. Uh, Cause I love Ooh. milk. I think milk uh-huh. is dope, but you just go down. There's just like, you know, like there's like fake uterus that you just pull to get like milk. And it's like passing around cups of milk. Bro, that's such um, a good but- answer. What the hell? Oh, you, you definitely had that prepared. That's way too thought out. No, I just, yeah, I thought about it as, as you were speaking, but I've always been to speakeasies. I think it's so cool. Just like, you know, going to like a, a freaking window and just like a wooden window opens yeah. up and you put cash and whatever. Um, aside from, aside from that, I would say any sort of like hidden, hidden thing like that is very interesting. I think one other really funny idea I had is like, uh, like some competition that's like no judgment or anything where, where people bring like their favorite food that, where they, that they can't like th- that they think they can never get tired of right like uh-huh. i was thinking i can't think of a food right now but there's definitely is one food like i can eat so much of it i never get tired of it um and i was just thinking you know what like what if you like brownies cookies oh i love cookies <laughs> cookies like chocolate chip cookies and it's like yeah. an infinite supply of that food and just a bunch of people together just eating as much as they can and seeing like if they get tired or if they, mm-hmm. or if they just get full um i think i think those two would be would be really fun secret events that would be dope, bro. That sounds so. One of those sounds really intricate. And the other one just sounds like your fantasy from childhood. But those were really <laughs> dope answers. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. All right, man. Um, I think we got a lot of, a lot out of this episode. A bunch of cool advice. A bunch of not advice. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say advice. I'm not really one to give advice. But I'd say like just cool talk about different stuff we're we're passionate about. You know, just, like I said in the beginning, this is just a bunch of boys just chilling you know, the lads, yeah. the fellas, you know? So if you guys enjoyed this episode, definitely leave a like and a comment. 
If you're listening on audio platforms, leave a five star, leave a review, because I believe those help. I haven't really researched it, but I'm I'm assuming they help. <laughs> I'm assuming they help the algorithm. Um, and yeah, man, uh, Sebi, you have any parting words for my fellas, the audience? Uh, just you know, leave a review, help my man out. Uh, this is this is a really awesome talk. Thank you guys so much for for listening. If you made it this far, uh, and yeah, just you know, keep keep doing you, keep being you, because there's no one out there like you, and I like you just the way like you are. That's from Mr. Rogers. Yeah, I I messed him <laughs> at the end. Bro. I was trying to do the quote. Oh man, I, love, I got I love you, bro. You, I got but you, yeah. bro. Don't worry. Yeah, that's amazing, man. So yeah, we're going to end off this episode. Um, and I actually made a promise to my last guest to end off every episode with a certain dua. So we're just going to end off with this. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. And with that dua, if you recite it at the end of every meeting, um, you'll be forgiven for whatever wrong thing you said. And inshallah, um, whatever you said was full of barakah and full of you know, um, blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, yeah, guys, assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.